Welcome back to another episode of Two Peas on a Pod. It's One P on a Pod today, along with your host, that's myself, Sandip. Phil, how are you doing, my brother? I am a competition winner. <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell everyone what's the, the biggest news in your life this so far this week? What's happened? The number one bakery in Kent. Shout out Garden Bakery. Thank you for sponsoring the show this week. Got up to 2K followers. Yeah. And they did a 2K giveaway. And I just threw my name in the hat. I tagged man like Phil because I needed someone to just tag. So I just thought I'd use him mm-hmm. for the fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put my name into the lottery mixer. Came yeah. out. Mad. Phil heard 89. <laughs> straight away. When I saw that on my Instagram and saw the names popping, I was like, oh, maybe it's just tagged everyone whose names in the 5k on the 2k giveaway just so they can watch it and then i saw it and i was like mm. yeah <laughs> that's what i need more brownies <laughs> yeah is this a gift or a curse we'll find out <laughs> so what exactly did you win a brownie how many boxes is it it's like, it's like a brownie three tower, obviously boxes three boxes of brownies three boxes stevie messaged me and was like congratulations bro I can either build you the tower next time you're in Medway or I can send you three boxes. And I was like, that is fantastic. And then I thought, what would my postman think of me? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. It's like, who is this guy? He's not even isolating. He just wants this many brownies. <laughs> uh, so three flavours of my choice. And mm. I've been announcing them in the podcast group chat because I know you guys are dying to hear it. Absolutely. So... Box one, Biscoff Blondies. Are oh, you going for it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Box two, Rocky Road. Box three, no one knows yet. I don't even know, and it's my box. Rocky Road is—is uh, is that like marshmallow? Biscuits, marshmallow, chocolate, mm. brownie. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a brownie baked into a brownie. It's like an Inception brownie. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not really the biggest fan of marshmallows, so Rocky Road's not really my um, my cup of tea. What are you thinking for the third one? Any any like shortlists? Well, Phil P said do a biscuit one, so I'm seriously considering doing chocolate hobnob. You know, Ooh, I don't think she's even done that yet. I don't, I don't think. Well, she's I'll probably done that. definitely do it, and then just send Phil a video of me eating them. What did you say in the podcast group? You were like, "What's your favorite flavor, Phil? I'm going I'm gonna order it and then launch them off the bridge." <laughs> <laughs> he's had so much free garden bakery stuff man i don't even feel bad about it phil's he got medway on lock mate. The, yeah he gets free everything he gets free yeah. ba- free bakery treats from garden bakery free burgers from chuck and blade free kebab from masters free cbd yeah. from woody's he's don't worry about a fill mate he's fucking fine yeah. And he's upset because he got tagged in something, isn't getting anything out of it. Oh, yeah. He's like, what? Didn't I win? Like, no. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I would never nominate someone else to win something I wanted. I'm not that type of person. (laughs) Actually, do you know what I am? And I'd probably just be happy for him. (laughs) Yeah. If he actually did try and walk all over me, if he he went and picked up my brownies, I probably wouldn't say anything to him. Have a nice day. Enjoy them. <laughs> yeah. So that has been the week that I've had. And, you know, man, I'm just head still spinning. Yeah, just buzzing. Just I've never won a competition before because when I was younger, I was fat. 
Not that this is the same type of competition, but just yeah. the word in general. I've and never that, come first. And now the first <laughs> one that you've won is actually brownie related. So, you know, it's, yeah. it all comes full circle. Uh, you, you know what, Rob? You, they don't say this. If you stay fat long enough, eventually the food will come to find you. <laughs> 100%. I didn't, choose the, I didn't choose the fat life. Honestly, that goes to show. That honestly goes to show I didn't choose it. It's true. It's true. But it's here. It's the, it, you play the hand you're dealt, and it's a yeah. <laughs> nice fat hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know what? 2,000 followers, though, in a short space of what she's done, bruv. I'm so proud of her, man. She's she's absolutely, like, smashing it. And obviously, shout out to um, to my sister as well, who who does the, the socials for Garden Bakery through uh, Skewer Digital, who have sponsored the show before. So, yeah, shout out to them, man. They're, they're doing well, bruv. Doing well. Absolutely smashing it. Mm. Right. So, on another good note, I went back and checked on that weatherman. Go on. Person. Hope to all our listeners, it's going to be bright and sunny over the bank holiday weekend. I'll take that for a pinch of salt, though. Exactly. There's no point. Like, again, we're so we're going away. Um, I've, I found out a little bit more about what we're doing now. So, we're actually going away on Monday, early Monday morning. Sick. And then we're back nice. on Thursday. I don't know where we're going. I've got a few ideas in my head of where I think we might be going. Um, Did you win a competition as well? Mate, my missus has won the competition and that is to spend the rest of her life Wait. with me. I drink to that. And I did drink to it on the day. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we all did. We all did. Oh, man. Do you know what the funniest thing about that is, bruv? It's like... I find it's funny when I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah, it's funny when people could like not complain, but it's funny when I, I meet like obviously we hammer people in groups, and then people meet me in person. They're like, "Oh, blah blah blah," you know, you've taken a piss out of so and so, and so and so got pissed off, and all this kind of shit. And all I all I think in the back of my head is, first of all, you can't have known me since school, so it's like you know you've obviously bared with it, and you you lot are fine, brother. Stevie has to live with me. Like, li- live with me. So people in groups think they get it bad. Can you imagine some of the shit that she has to go through? In the last week, I've called her a bin goblin because she puts the bins out. So I've called her a bin goblin. That's what I just started calling her now. I called her a suckling pig the other day as well. Just, I can't even remember why I did that. Like, things like that. Like, pe- people think they have it bad. Listen, your life's, you don't have it bad because you think that I'm p- taking a piss out of you on a text conversation. She has to literally bear with me every day, Phil. Every day. Mate, I don't know. Out of everyone on this pod, I don't know how anyone's partners does it. It's mad, isn't it? I actually don't. It's mad. Like, Phil's got Obi, so his missus has to deal with the both of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, she's a saint. Because it, like, he just eggs Obi on. Yeah, well, and they've Anytime, got oh, Pip as well, and they've got like so she's yeah. looking after Phil and two dogs and running a business. Yeah. Stevie's dealing with me and running a business. Rach is dealing with you working full time. Like I don't know, bro. <laughs> oh mate, some of the stuff. Uh, uh some of the stuff when we're on the underground, like she'll try and hold my hand, and someone will see, and I just but just. <laughs> but, sorry, I love stuff like that. She absolutely hates it, but she's just got so used to it now. Like in the end, she just just shakes her head. Yeah, she just doesn't even mind it. What more can they I'm do? under no illusions that I'm an easy person to live with. Mm. But to be fair, we went through six months of pure lockdown. Mad. Pure lockdown, we did. 
it was actually unbelievable. I shook her hand at the end. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, little said, well done. Hands. Well done. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, you've passed. Put a little medal around her neck. <laughs> twinged, her, twinged her cheek. And look at you. You're still here. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah. Oh, like, we're coming at the other end of it now. Um, we seem to be, like, hopefully, as long as... Uh, I mean, we mentioned it a little bit last week, like, hopefully... We seem to be coming out. We seem to be getting a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. I was going to ask you, what is there anything that this is kind of like the whole pandemic and and coronavirus as a whole? Has it changed your mentality around anything? Has it has it changed you as a person? Has it changed the way you think about anything? Has it changed the way you think about uh, mainstream media or vaccines or the British public or or actually like? Um, poisonous diseases in general like is there is there things that this has really made you kind of wake up and think a little bit or is are you just kind of you knew this kind of you knew how it was going to happen you knew how it's going to go down and nothing's really surprised you well that's it's a good question for today because i was watching the dominic cummings hearing as oh, i was that's working exactly what i've been watching so i we did the pod literally a week before lockdown and i said they're treating it like banter and like they they didn't treat it with like any real emphasis whatsoever when you hear about what they were actually doing like having to talk about stuff completely unrelated or not dedicating their time to it it just to me it made me really yeah more skeptical of government in general if from a political point of view it's probably made me much more of a um like a like a liberal in the sense that i wouldn't want government really to be interfering with my lifestyle past being past being taxed and policed and stuff like that and i'm really i'm really liberal i'm very left on my own tax bracket but i'd always say i could care less why i got taxed as long as it wasn't unreasonable and unreasonable to me would probably be like mid 30s like up to four and that wouldn't even be unreasonable i would just want a good excuse for it mm. you know i something that i did realize during lockdown because i was saving money i started to donate more to charity i even set up recurring payments every month for certain charities because i was thinking about the tax thing and i was like people wait to be told what they're going to be taxed knowing they don't really know where it's going other other than to the government Mm. so i thought oh maybe i'll put some money into some charities and i even researched not the most ethical ones but the ones that were most accountable for where their donations went so from that standpoint that's kind of what i think about government now the way he was talking about matt hancock and I'm not saying it's all Matt Hancock's fault because it's not because you can't. There's only ever been one side of the coin flipped in this scenario so far, hasn't there? Is he so Dominic Cummings is what was his what was his title? He's like specialist advisor. Dominic Cummings delivered Brexit basically. <clears throat> and he, did he sack or did he leave or is he still in position? Uh, he left. Right. Okay. I'm not sure. Under, it was fairly acrimonious circumstances. Is he the but one? There's that definitely broke, been a, he breached lockdown rules to see his family in that. Is that him? Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, and then before that, the reason him and Boris Johnson are so close is because he was the gene, not the gene, I mean, genius. Depends how you look at it. But people say he's the genius behind, like, the Brexit. He made people believe that Brexit was the right idea because um, he was, like, their chief strategist. Um, but, yeah, when he's talking about, like, Matt Hancock, and he even said it himself. He was like, it was insane that I was the chief advisor on covid because I'm not a biologist. I'm not even a politician. 
It's insane the Prime Minister was in charge of that. He's not a doctor. And then he was kind of implying, I think at least, that the doctors and the physicians who should have been listened to had to answer to the government when in reality he thinks it should have been the other way around. And no one's going to be able to unpack all of this until everyone's been heard, which is going to take years. Mm. Um, but it is a good point, isn't it? It's like Matt Hancock is the Secretary of State for Health, but he's not a doctor. He's never worked in the NHS, I don't think. You know, all he's probably done is studied policy and understands how policy moves through government. Um, and that's how most of them are. It, it, it makes, that shouldn't be a government ministerial position. There should be someone who is employed to do that job specifically because they just get rotated out every year or two anyway because what, they just have cabinet reshuffles. Well, what was he actually in front of a panel for? Is there an inquiry going on or what, what was the reason for him? Yeah, they think he's in front of a special select committee and I think it's all about to do with the government response to COVID. Mm. So he was there today to give his insight into all of it and he just went very chronologically through what had happened and he was talking about how there was no real plan that shielding was thrown together in a matter of two all-nighters at Whitehall um, and he was just talking about where the leaks came from he was talking about COBRA which is the cabinet office briefing rooms and that was meant to be like the most secure meeting in the country but he said he went to so many where he knew that subjects had either been discussed there first or only ever discussed in there and he knew they were being leaked it's stuff like that like he he doesn't really he's such an individualist in his own personality that he will just say any not say anything but he doesn't feel beholden to anybody especially now because he's been scorned by the Tory party in one respect or another mm. um, so he's just there telling his truth which is exactly what everybody needs he isn't even trying really to well it depends how you look at it protect himself like he's being honest about his own shortcomings but that's all going to come down to a matter of who you trust who you believe but yeah i don't yeah it's made me feel like more of a liberal other than the fact that i do believe in a fair social social democratic society mm. and in like welfare and stuff like that um but in terms of being like dictated to about everything it's like I don't think anybody really likes that, do they? No. Um, uh, for the rest of it, I've actually found it quite hard, like, going back out. I got really comfortable being in lockdown. But I find it a bit difficult to interact with people now, like, in a, in a weird way, like, a portion of that personality just needs reawakening. Mm. I'm being completely honest. Um, it'll happen over time. Like, I... I just relied on the support bubble I created, which is pretty much just me and my missus. Um, so like to go out more and do more stuff like that um, is what I need to be doing. Um, I think I relied quite heavily on like my weekly therapist sessions as well. Mm -hmm. So now I've got to amalgamate like therapy with my support bubble with society. And, you know, I'm not spinning a violin here. I'm just saying my own personal experience. Were you doing that so, throughout lockdown or was, was it like a brief? Doing it like how we're doing it like now, man. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did yeah. it all over Zoom every week. Hmm. Um, and then it's interesting. Through lockdown, sometimes you I had nothing to talk about. Sometimes I had a lot to talk about. Because hmm. you, it was really, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Except I can't broadcast what my therapist and I speak about. <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably best not to. <laughs> yeah um but yeah that was that was good like managed to keep up with that managed to keep up with the studying 
Um, it's just about now trying to do a complete work-life study balance because everything's opened up so everyone wants to see each other, which I'm thrilled about. Mm. I've just got to like keep the, um, not the priorities, just all the activities. But yeah, I'm steadily getting back out there, getting more comfortable, getting more confident. But yeah, that was something that surprised me, I guess is why I brought that up. So I kind of thought, oh, I'll jump straight back into being me, like going out, being sociable. And it's actually, for me, was a little bit more unnerving than I thought. And I was like, I wonder why that is. And the clear link is that because I've been in the flat so long, I'm just so comfortable in it. Mm. And I never had any real reason to leave other than to go shopping or go yeah. for a walk. But yeah, that was pretty much it, man. Yeah. I mean, what about you? Because are you, I mean, I know how you feel about the government and the police anyway. Mm. But, yeah. you know, how does all this, I would say from being a friend for this song, this kind of supports your narrative of these things. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like a proper fucking anti-government fucking, like, you know, anarchist. I'm not that. But as, yeah. like, as liberal as you have now become through certain aspects of your life, I've been liberal, like, so left-wing and liberal for such a long time where I'm just like, I don't think we have enough freedoms as it is. So for, for, for us to tell us that, for them to tell us that we were literally like, you're, you're locked in your house, you can only go to work, um, if you're you know a key worker like who are you to say what if my work's essential or not um and uh what you can you could have said mine wasn't i would have loved it but hey ho um but <laughs> you know i just think like it's it, it it's yeah proper um added on and kind of yeah just reaffirmed my doubts that i have towards this government and who knows what would have happened like with labor or tory i just think the government would have probably fucked it either way um so yeah, it just adds towards it. I think it's a slippery road, man. When you, when you're told if whether you're allowed to work or not, that's slippery to me. Very very slippery. Like if 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 you if you want us to live in a capitalist society, like if we lived in a communist society where wealth was distributed evenly and you, you had a certain cap on your earnings, and they told us that you weren't allowed to work, we'd be fine because I don't know there'd be some kind of universal basic income or something like that, but. For them to turn around and say, right, you can't work, you can, you can't work, you can, you can go to work, you can't, you can open your business, you can't. It's like, yo, man, like, you can't trap us in a capitalist society, which is fueled by money, and then tell me that I can't make any money. Like, what, are you, what, what are you talking about? Like, it's, it was just really um, scary to me. It was really, really scary to me. Um then again, you've got people that are just like, just follow the rules. And we wouldn't have had a lockdown. If if everyone would have just shielded and followed the rules, we wouldn't have had a lockdown. But I don't know, man, it's squirrely. The, the other thing that nothing's really sort of surprised me about myself, I guess I did go to London the other day to, to pick my passport up, as I mentioned. And it, it was a little bit like, yeah, like I was on a packed train. Then I got to Victoria. Victoria was packed. And it was it was just a bit like, especially because I'm going to London as well. But I don't want to get this fucking variant, bruv. Like, I don't, I know I joke about it and that, but like, obviously my health's important to me. Like, who knows what it would do to me? So I was just like, all right, cool. I'm just going to, I'm not going to spend a lot of time here. I'm getting here and then I'm fucking off. Um, and it's the, the main thing that has also, what it's really made me think about is our relationship that we have with each other as a great British public. Like the, the polarization in this country at the moment, bro, it's, it's mad. And everything was just heightened. Like obviously it's been a year since, since George Floyd was was murdered and that was polarizing in itself like I don't and I think everyone being locked down it probably heightened it a little bit and it was like 
you had people that were like angry about Corona. Then you had people that were shouting all lives matter. Then you had people that didn't understand why we were trying to shout black lives matter and all this kind of stuff. And I just feel like it's, it, it just, I don't know, man, it's just made, I think it's made us all a bit more polarized and a bit more, I think it's made us a bit more divided. I don't know. Maybe I'm being pessimistic. What do you think it's done to us as a public? I actually agree mm. that it has been more polarizing a lot of the experiences, especially when you see how much wealthier the richer part of the right. country has become. There's been a record amount of billionaires made in one year because of it, which pretty much goes to tell you everything you need to know. What astounded me is just a sheer amount of polarising things that have happened during lockdown. Like you would think that as people were locked down, less things would happen. Society would almost become more calm and reset. And then, what if so if George Floyd is a year ago, today that means people would have only been in lockdown for like two or three months mm. how does something like that even happen like a man shouldn't have to lose his life at the hands of a police officer during especially like in during a lockdown um and then even now like it's the the, the court case has only just finished like justice has been delivered in the sense that he, he's been made guilty but they haven't sentenced him yet like it's going to go through like another round of appeals and stuff like that mm. For, for the family, it actually must just be so, so tough because you're still going through it and you and you have an answer, but someone's challenging it in the court of law by trying to get an appeal. And that's what I think about. Um, and going back, like wealth is just... I almost feel like people don't even have a real plan for it in government. They just pay it lip service. It, it really is that. Like people say that they want to do attacks and stuff like that, but ultimately, like Amazon and Microsoft, they're just operating in tax havens. And their argument is probably going to be somewhere along the lines of that they pay enough tax in terms of national insurance, VAT, and a lot more separate taxes that you know they think they bring enough to the economy anyway. Mm. They paid 350 million on 14 billion of sales. Doesn't even make sense. That makes no it's, sense. It makes no sense. And especially in the sense that you are harbored in a tax haven, like you're in Dublin, which has a, the lowest corporation tax in Europe, I think. You know, I'd get it if you were like, look, I play by your rules. My headquarters are in London or they're in Berlin or whatever. They're onshore somewhere that has a, a corporate tax ban that's similar to the rest of the country, but they know full well what they're doing. And, you know, to me, it's difficult. I don't. I try not to use those companies as much anymore. It's pretty difficult to not use Microsoft, though. Yeah, true. Um, but like Amazon and that type of thing. But then, like I said, they he does have a good argument on the other side, which is that, and this is where this is why it never gets answered. Because if I'm Jeff Bezos, if I'm someone taking that question, and they go, "Look, you don't pay enough corporation tax." I go, "Okay, fair enough." Do you like small businesses? Yeah. All right, do you know where you can be a small business with no rent and sell your products? No, where? Amazon. Amazon, yeah, true. That's how they're going to do it. And that's why these questions never get answered because they can just go round and round like that all day. I could probably do that with someone for an hour. Mm. And one of the smartest things I ever heard out of a film once, and it was actually about a film about, I can't remember what it's called, Thank You for Not Smoking with Dennis Leary. He was a spokesperson for a big tobacco company. And someone said, oh, how, how do you do it? How do you always make big tobacco look like they're right? He's like, I, 
it's not my job. My job is to make the person argue with me look wrong. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so easy. Once you flip the emphasis, the burden of truth onto somebody else, you are free of it. So, yeah, I'd, it's a, that fact, the billionaire fact, is just a stark reminder, slap in the face of how the rich will always get richer. Hmm. And, and, and there's nothing you can honestly do about it. It's a bit different in the sense that like Jeff Bezos is a self-made billionaire um, and even, you know, Bill Gates is to the same extent. Um, but, but if you want to redistribute wealth truthfully, you're just going to have to do something that's going to impact them at the point of transaction. Hmm. Bernie Sanders had an, or, which I think is an excellent mm-hmm. idea, actually. Did say about he wanted to do penny stocks and stuff and stuff like that? Like- yeah. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to tax derivatives, not even penny stocks. Mm. He wanted to put a minute tax onto derivatives, which would run into the billions. And they shot it down. They said no. And, and that just goes to show everything. They're transferring trillions. Mm. And he wants to put a very small, I think, you know, it was point, point something silly of a percent. And they said no. Right. And, and that's it. That's all you need to know. He was was even trying to cancel student debt and fucking... He was doing loads of positive shit, brother, and they just fucking destroyed him. It's so fucked up. See, but but, but that's where... Because that's where the argument comes in. right? So you want to cancel student debt, right? How much is it? When you're going to do the cutoff and how much you're actually going to cancel, who's going to pay for it? Mm. And as soon as you have to answer those questions, the person probably sits down at their desk that's 15 minutes of work and thinks, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. I would. 100%. I would if that was my job. I'd fucking yeah. quit. Mm. Like, who's going to do it all? And the thing about Bernie's idea is I thought, you know what? Shit. All you've got to do one day is get someone to go along at a macro that does the calculation themselves. They can filter through to their accounts. And then you decide how much they're going to get charged. Low, low impact operationally, high impact in terms of returns. Mm. I thought it was a beautiful idea. I really did. But then he, having lived in America, he is just so far left for them, it it blows their minds, Mm. you know, in terms of socialism. And it's ironic because they, you know, they do have welfare. They do have Medicare and Medicaid. Um, They have uh, pensions and stuff, state pensions and stuff like that. But they still, against the word socialist, socialism, some people just react to it wrong. It's a dirty word. Yeah. And yeah. I think to some extent it is in the UK as well. Oh, yeah. You know, the Labour Party doesn't go around calling themselves a socialist party. Well, I but mean, it does the, the Nazis were the National Socialist Party. Socialist Party, yeah. yeah. So I can see why the, the, the connotations of it are like that. I get it. Mm. I get it. I get it. I but, just, yeah, I, I just... I don't know, man. What's what? How does the healthcare system work in in the states? So, do you you have to pay monthly for an insurance? Uh, mate, it works the same as crypto. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> All I know is that I use it and I have less money at the end. But like, what? So, do you had healthcare, yeah? When you was out there, like, what? Like, yeah. So basically, if you don't have it and you break your leg or something, you get stuck with a bill, right? Ah, uh, pretty much. This this actually right blew my mind 
because I worked in insurance as well. So I met people that purposely didn't go to hospitals, even like being injured. So most companies do private insurance. Yeah. And you get it through a healthcare company. So it'll be like uh, Phil Heard Insurance, Sandit Man Insurance. And then you'll be aligned, I think, with a set of hospitals. Right. So I couldn't go to any hospital. I had to go to a hospital under a, a certain banner that was covered by my insurance. Right. And that's for GPs as well. That's right. for a GP. Because I had to go, I think I've told the pod this, but everyone loves my stories. I threw my back out playing softball because I was a big fat bastard. Um, <laughs> and had to call up my, I was like, yeah, I just want a GP appointment. Yeah, you have to go to the hospital. I was like, that's bonkers. Um, I went in, I think I paid $80. That was with a, a insurance covering half of it. And then I had to pay $50 for Tramadol, which is a, what's the word? A methamphetamine. Like, I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a methamphetamine. <laughs> I think it, well, yeah. if it ain't, I don't know what methamphetamines do, because this one sent me to sleep. <laughs> is it an opioid um, is it, or is it a methamphetamine? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when someone was like, that's an, uh, technically an opiate, yeah. I, I just couldn't even believe it. Like, I hadn't even hurt my, it's not like my vertebrae shifted. I just tried to throw my fat body around too quick. Yeah. It was a massive overreaction. And you saw me. I was big. I should not have been turning 180 quickly. No way. I had no business. You shouldn't have been upright. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so sorry, the way it works is so you pay your insurance every single month. Normally comes out of your paycheck. Well, how and much then when you go you? along, I think I paid. I think I paid 160 because I used to pay 80 bucks a paycheck. I got paid twice a twi- paid twice a month. Bruh. I knew people, families that paid like a thousand dollars every month. And that is like, that's not for anything. That's for an in case something happens. You yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's not like you're going and be like, oh, you know, I paid it this month. I want an appointment. That is in case something happens. And a lot of the time, people don't get insurance limits high enough to cover major surgeries and stuff like that. People are selective about the things they cover. Honestly, it's mind-blowing. It's so mad. then you go along and then you can either do... Um, oh, shoot, what is it? You do a deductible, which is a premium. They call it a deductible, which means they pay... Like Just how a premium works, basically. So you can choose what your premium is. The lower it is, the more expensive you pay, because that means they they're technically paying more of your expenses more quickly. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? So if you wanted a hundred dollar deductible, you pay more money than if you wanted a $500 one because right. they'd have to start paying after a hundred dollars. So you can even do the deductible way. So I think I had something like a half a million. My deductible was 500 for something like surgery. Um, so I have to pay 500 bucks first and then they'd cover anything after that is to stop people making small claims. Um, but then my GP, I think it was what's called a co-pay, which means they co-pay a percentage and you nominate what the percentage is. So I think I did 50% because a GP was like 150 bucks to go see it. And, and if you don't have health care, like, so what, so let's say you've got no insurance, no health care, nothing. Right. And then you, you go to the hospital cause I don't know, you've been stabbed or shot or broken leg or whatever. Do they check your insurance yeah. before they take you in? I've no idea how that actually works. From what I understand, and I'm happy to be proved wrong, that's what Medicare or Medicaid is. 
think Medicare is when you're like younger, young adult, you go and you can go to certain hospitals that will accept that. They will just accept that you have no insurance. Mm. I think Medicaid is for older people, but I have no idea. It doesn't even get talked about. It, it, it happens to so few people that are in a professional role. It's not even something that's brought up. It, you, it, to live there without insurance is, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. To people that are in professional jobs, obviously it happens to like people on low income and stuff like that. So even the fact that like Obamacare was just the idea of expanding yeah, insurance that. coverage. So what, what is that? Yeah. What's Obamacare? Because I know people were angry about that, but some people loved it. What was that? This, I think it was the expansion of insurance coverage. And that was pretty much it. You still have to buy insurance. You still have to pay. You still have to pay for it. Yeah, I think what he was trying to do was to replicate national insurance, but through an insurance policy, if that makes sense. That's the way I understood it anyway. But it goes back to what we say about some processes. I'm a smart guy, and I had no idea what was going on. I had to ask the woman at reception every step of the way, like, what does this mean? Is this correct? Do I do this? Do I do that? It's Honestly, it's mad, but they're... They're so liberal over there. They're so all about liberty. But even you decide how much tax you're going to pay up front. Like you can choose to pay no tax and then pay all your tax at the end of the year. And people do that. They're all about liberty and freedom. But at the same time, like Jim Jeffries has got bits about this. And it's just like America pushed this narrative of freedom and liberation. But you, 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 it's, it's not liberal and free over there. Like, okay, you can carry a gun. Cool. What's your weed laws? What's your drug laws? What's your, mm. what's your prostitution laws? Like, I know there's certain states where, what's your abortion laws? Like, there's certain states where you can't get an abortion, bro. I know that for a fact. There's certain states that like death penalties there. It's just fuck it. It's mad. The reason why I wanted to talk about healthcare was just to obviously because Bernie was putting forward um, his healthcare just to say, you know, I want. He said. I want to cancel student debt. I want to make all education free. Corbyn said that as well. And then he Hmm. said, um, I want to do free healthcare for everybody as well. Now, for me, as a member of the British public, and and if I was a member of the American public, it's not my job to ask how. That's not my job. My job is to listen to what the politician says and then vote for the person's policies that I want. So it was, I found it really funny when people were saying stuff like, like Corbyn was going, okay, we're going to, we're going to make education free. And Bernie said, we're going to make healthcare free. And then people turn around and go, oh yeah, who's paying for it? How's it going to happen? And I just think, okay, cool. I know you're asking that question because you, and it's good to question stuff. It's good to just not take politicians at their word and say, okay, yeah, but how are we doing that? But at the same time, people in different countries are just people in it. Like governments are just people. And the populations of countries are just people. So Russia has a communist kind of life. China has a communist kind of life. India's um, capital, like we're capitalist. Uh, America's ca- all these different countries, all just people. And if we've got free healthcare in this country, that means that America could do free healthcare. It, 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 there's no, I don't understand. There's no two ways about it. I don't, I don't feel like it's different because if we had no countries and we had none of these borders that were actually, their borders are man-made anyway. I know like like um, governments have debt. Apparently America owe China trillions and all this kind of stuff, but that money actually doesn't technically kind of exist. It's, it goes to what we were saying last week about crypto and currencies. So for me, if someone's shouting, right, we're going to cancel student debt, we're going to give you free healthcare. Why are we sitting around going, oh, how are you going to pay for that? They can do it. 
they they must be able to do it because we're a population of 65 million and they're a population of 350 million. They should be able to do it, bruv. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I agree with you on the face of it, but the same way I could I could flip that the other way around. And I wouldn't want to, but here's my opinion on why they don't do it. NHS was created after the Second World War to provide universal healthcare to an entire population, which healthcare at the time in England was segmented by like health boards. It was still a government operation by and large. So to nationalise it to the extent it did and to create those efficiencies and to make it form as one operational structure would have been not simplistic, but at least more straightforward. We didn't really have private hospitals. It's just a case of, in the beginning, America went one way and it overtook the idea of nationalization. Hospitals went private early and they preferred that method of, undoubtedly because it makes a lot more money no, for everyone involved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's just a case of catching up, isn't it? If uh, healthcare should healthcare should be free, I, I agree, universal healthcare should be a, a well a global right if anything but what it's like the same thing i do agree with you you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to figure out why you should ask why mm. and then every person is going to go all right well how are you going to take over every hospital in the u.s and how are you going to do it in four years and not only that no, if you I... don't do it in four years yeah so he does it and it will take longer than four years yeah someone's just going to come along at the next election and rip it up yeah that's it. You can't rip up the NHS. People probably are trying. I reckon there's a small segment of people that at least want to privatise it to a small degree, but it won't happen. There'll be riots. I love the NHS. I had to go to the hospital four weeks ago because I had a small cyst on my neck. NHS is the best organisation in the world, bar none. Mm. Deserves every... It deserves all the money. If someone said to me tomorrow, look, tax rates are going up 5%, all that 5% is going to NHS, I'd be like, shut up and take my money. Mm. It's of everything. But that's the that's why universities are a little bit different as well because they should definitely be cheaper. Mm. They should I, I paid nine grand a year by the end. And I'm being I'm not being funny. I wasn't getting 10 grand's worth of education. No way. No, no way, not in the least bit. They should be much cheaper than that. Mm. They should be afford they should be affordable. They should be affordable and subsidized completely i I agree with that um but in the u.s like it's like twenty thousand dollars a year you don't even lose your debt people leave you people leave and if you do a postgrad which a lot of people do you're talking six figures and that's not even a student loan at zero percent that's a student loan from a bank at an interest rate that is fucking insane it's a mortgage it's a mortgage before you've got a job the thing is, yeah, like, all right. When you said about the like about America, like not being able to do free healthcare, like it will take a long time to take over the hospitals and all that kind of stuff. That's not what I think should happen. What I think is like basically, we've got the NHS in this country, right? They're great. They sorted you out, all that kind of stuff. Speaking from a from me personally, I have I've had for specific. This is for lots of different specific things, right? I've been to the NHS for stuff. And I've been to private hospitals for stuff. The NHS just, 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 the level just did not compare to what, to the service, the levels, the education, 
um, and the knowledge of the private industry in this country. And I feel like the NHS is wonderful. It's great. It's fucking amazing. They keep this country going. What they did during Corona is unbelievable. All these nurses, doctors, and everybody working in hospitals should get paid much more than they fucking do for the shit they have to put up with and the work that goes into it. However, if I had a million pounds in the bank, and you can ask anybody if they wanted private healthcare, every single person is going to pay for private healthcare if they can afford it. That's just the, that's just the way yeah, it is, right? It's a fact of life. So in America, all these private hospitals and stuff they've got, that's calm. If you still want to pay for private healthcare, you should be able to pay for private healthcare the same way you can in this country. But there should be hospitals where people can go. <laughs> like there should be... As we, were t- as we were talking, that did pop into my head. You are right. That, that I think is a great idea. I actually do to start phasing out the reliance on private healthcare and at least creating an option in like major cities of state run. Yeah, you might not hospitals. get the best. You might not get the best surgeon. You might not get the best like mm. like the, the 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 main thing. And again, personal service like um, it was to do with my my teeth. So I went to the NHS and they fucked my shit up. They fucked it bad. <laughs> To the point where I had to end up going private anyway because of the work that was done was just fucking terrible. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not any slight on the NHS. That's not even a slight on the dentist that done it, whatever. Like, it's not about that. All I'm saying is, is that we should have an option and Americans and I think people in general should have an option to go and get something for free. That's, I think it should be a, a right. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Difficult though. It's man. so mad over there. Like, I just thinking about it. Everything over there is commercialised. When I walk through a college, I went to like the, the food court. It's not like a canteen like you and I have ever seen. It is like KFC, Burger King, McDonald's. That's chip, like on the campus, like, they're, they're on site. It's mad, bro. bro. They're on site. Because it's cheaper to lease to them than it is to, you know, start making your own burgers. I, it baffles me. I was like, this is fucking insane. People were like, oh, do you not have this in the UK? I was like, bruv. We didn't even get a McDonald's in Strood until I was 11. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We don't. <laughs> Pardon? Got two now in Strood, so you're basically buzzing now. Shut up. Oh, yeah, shit. What, the one on Medway Tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one, there's one by, and then went, so there's one by uh, Old Ding Dongs, and then there's one on the corner. Yeah, but, yeah, see, that's a postcode, that's a postcode error, isn't it? I think that's the only one, isn't it? Is that Rochi? See? Yeah, but it always goes as Rochi, but that's a lie. No, that's got to be ME2. That's yeah, like, I don't give a fuck what people say. That's screwed. People that li- live in screwed put Rochi still on their dress to make it fucking sound nice. You live in screwed. That is, that's you know what's funny. I got taught in school to do that. <laughs> that could just be honestly, dude, because you're meant to go street name, town name, city name. Yeah, and you know what? We actually don't give a shit what you all think. So. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to go street, town, county? So that isn't that what you're supposed to do? What? Not if the not if oh, fuck knows. I'm starting to think we were just trying to piss. I'm starting to think like my teacher was from Street and was like, "Fuck Rochi." <laughs> <laughs> oh, for everyone listening outside of Medway, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, Phil, but don't ask us to do your mail either because we don't know. <laughs> oh man, we've been waffling for quite a bit. Just to finish off, has um. Has Corona changed your opinion on people? What 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 was the what were the best and worst things? Uh, the best and worst aspects you saw of human beings uh, being human during this whole pandemic? Ah, oh, the worst aspect was just people making people's lives unnecessarily difficult. 
like in supermarkets, um, like when I had to go to the doctors to get this done, like all my follow-up checkups, there's just people that are just making everyone's life harder. That I was like, you just don't need to be doing this. Uh, the best bit is that I talk to my friends every single day. Mm. Like, I'm actually, the missus is always like, you're always on your phone. And I'm just like, babe, yeah. there's banner bullets flying around. <laughs> But yeah, that's the best bit because I'm probably pl- as you know starting to go out, I get to see my friends again. You know, I'm really. Can you happy say about there was that. people making other people's lives harder. Like, how were they doing that? Oh, just can't remember what was one example. Like it, the one-way system in Sainsbury's. I know it's so stupid, isn't it? It's so stupid. Like, but one person would just make such a big deal out of it. Though, no, I'm coming out. I'm coming out, and I'm using this door, and the other door was right next to it. And they walked straight into like me and my missus, and we were like, "Oh, you know, what are you doing?" They were like, "I'm not an alien." (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, you just shouldn't be. It's not even hard. There was nothing dividing one door from the next. They were just like, "I'm coming out here. I'm not an alien." And then I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this. This is just. I'm just here for a scart lead." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try and play Zelda on N64. You know what? Coming at that from another end, obviously my missus is going to be listening to this and she will absolutely berate me if I'm not completely honest with you. I don't know. I just don't like being told what to do, bruv. So if I'm in a supermarket <laughs> and you, oh, you can't walk down this aisle, I can though, can't I though? I can. Like I know you. I know there's a no entry sign here because you want a one-way system in the supermarket, but I've, I need to go down this aisle to get some jalapenos, cunt. So do you know what I mean? I get, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I, I'm one thing I never like to do, one thing I never like to do, and, uh, and I'm glad you said it the way you did is make other people. And when I say people, yeah. like general public, make other people's lives harder, make other people feel uncomfortable. I hate wearing a face mask. I wear glasses. I get steamed up. I also don't really think. Yeah, same. I, I don't really. I think they're fucking pointless, the, especially the face mask I wear. You can blow a candle out for it. it. It's literally doing nothing. But. If it make if it's making someone else feel comfortable, I'm more than happy to do that. And if it's stopping me from maybe spreading some germs that I've got, all right, calm. I get that. But at the same time, don't fucking tell me when we walk into a supermarket, if me and my missus are walking into a supermarket together, that one of us has to go and wait in the fucking car when I can see couples walking out. Oh, like, yeah, and she, I hate that. And she is so like. This happens. So we're walking into Sainsbury's and I can see couples walking out with trolleys. So as we're walking to Sainsbury's, she's like, oh, it's just one person at a time. And before I can even utter a word, she's she's putting the car keys in my face. Go sit in the car. I was like, I'm not I'm not going and sitting in the car. I've obviously I fucking did in the end. But it's like, so what did you listen to in the car? <laughs> <laughs> it's so obviously I did, but she wouldn't even let me even say to the person, how come there's how oh, there's a family there walking out? There's two, there's a family there walking out. And then I uh, then you know where my mind goes to. I'm like, what? Because I'm brown. What? What's your shit? What? What's your problem? <laughs> what? 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 Like that's the because I've got that chip on my shoulder in it. So the worst aspects I've seen from a human side of it, probably from myself, but like, yeah, I would never purposely try and make someone uncomfortable. Also people that work in retail, I know I'm joking about the Sainsbury's bit, but I work in retail. So I wouldn't like to make someone who's ju- just trying to work, especially during a pandemic. I don't want to make their lives hell. Um, it's just the one side of it is like how you can be so 
a certain way that you just you completely just think that this shit is just not real like this shit is just completely not real everyone's making a big deal out of it like and like at the end of the day and this is one thing i like to finish on is like look not everything some things are but not everything is a fucking conspiracy like not everything is a fucking conspiracy oh mate it's so funny you were gonna say that because i was gonna i was gonna tell you if you want to end on this my favorite part of lockdown and then Pete's UFO conspiracy means <laughs> there's not, someone I could argue with all day they're not conspiracies though the Pentagon have confirmed that there's UAPs and they, they're not called UFOs anymore they're called UAPs and they don't know what they are and listen we can talk about this in the next pod this is something to talk about what are they then drones they're not drones, bruv. You, to, for you to say they're a drone is insulting to commanders of the US Air Force. They know what drones are. <laughs> they know what a drone is. If if the US military just, is if the US military week. if the US military is confused by it, you're confused by it. I'm confused by it. <laughs> <laughs> next week. Next, next week. week. All right, we're going to talk about aliens next week. Phil, pleasure talking with you, my brother. Let's let the listeners go, and we'll catch up again next week. All right. Yeah, that's about. All right, take care. Yeah.